and welcome to Ask Nikki Novo. In this show, I'll be performing live readings for our listeners. Plus, we'll be exploring pop culture through a spiritual lens as I read the energy of celebrities and trending stories. It will be the best reading these celebrities never asked for. Get your heart ready because you're about to receive spiritual guidance for your everyday challenges. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ask Nikki Novo. How's everybody doing? Hope you're getting ready for the holidays and just enjoying the shift from fall to winter if you're on my side of the world or even just from this year to next year, right? So welcome. Today, we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to answer two questions. But also as I answer them, I am going to teach you how to read energy. So I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes looks as to how I do what I do um, that, you know, I'm super grateful that I have the gift, but also I trained myself and I learned how to do this. And if any of you are curious and want to learn to do it yourself, you can. I feel very grateful that I had a really great psychic many, many moons ago tell me the exact same thing. I had a reading with her and I was like, can I do that? (laughs) And she was so kind to be like, yes, actually you can. And that was the beginning of me trying to do that thing. And the rest is history. Here I am today. So I just want to give you a little behind the scenes. Uh, We're also in the middle of enrolling people for our next group of the Soul Reading Method, which is formerly known as Soul Teacher. And it's my certification program. So it's basically where I teach you how to activate your intuition to get to know it better, how to use it on demand, and also at the end of it, be able to do a full soul reading, which in this program, you hear me do parts of a soul reading. So I do, there's a few things that I do here in the podcast that are parts of like what I teach in the program. So yeah, if you're interested, I'd love to have you there. The link's in my show notes, or you can just go to nikinova.com, work with me, and it's there. And I hope this is fun for you and let's help some people out. We got some questions. People need some freaking answers. (laughs) So let's do it. I'm going to show you how I do it. Hi, Nikki. I wanted to start out by saying that I love your work and the unique offerings that you share with other people is just really amazing. So thank you for that. My question has to do with finding new work. Um, I've been very aggressively blocked by spirit over the past six months with all of my applications, and I feel like I'm really at my wit's end. Now, obviously, I know that those were all rejected because they weren't meant for me, but I don't know if I should keep trying in the area that I was educated in or if I should try something new like astrology, which is kind of what I've been taking classes for and I've been leaning towards, um... I just don't know if I have what it takes to be good at that. So any insight or any insight that you could offer would be really amazing. Uh, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. First up, we have Nisha asking job question. We're getting a lot of those because times are a changing, currents are a shifting. (laughs) So uh, this is definitely just more of what we've kind of seen, but uh, more of where the world is going, right? Like where we're moving into this place where 
the best way I can describe it is like, we just want to be paid to be ourselves, right? Like not have to get stuck in some crazy grind. And is there a way to bring my gifts outside of myself and be sustained that way, you know, to really be provided to in that way? And I, you know, I don't think we have all the answers just yet, but I think we're doing a great job of trying and it's such a beautiful process. So super grateful for this question. Super grateful for all of you that are dreaming that and thinking it up because all of us dreaming it together is how it starts to happen. So, okay, Nisha. So here you, here guys, this, let me give you a little bit behind the scenes what I did. So definitely, of course, like the minute you start hearing the message, the the question, there's just a few things that might pop up for you. Like you might notice like, oh, you know, this came to mind and my heart felt this way or my stomach felt this way. And right away, those are like our little initial, um, like our very, um, just our natural intuitive gifts are showing up in that moment, which is super cool. And you want to keep those in mind. So first little impressions that I was getting as she was talking, I got the color yellow. So that's definitely something I'm going to look into. I I felt that there was something trying to communicate with me right away. So when I say something, it's like, okay, there's some sort of energy or being that is trying to communicate with me. So I'm definitely going to look into that too. And, um, and I was brought to the stomach, which is the solar plexus uh, center. So those are like my initial things. So I just kind of keep those in mind. I have my piece of paper always, guys, because, you know, doing intuitive work, I know a lot of us think that it's all about the third eye, like activating this third eye, but yes, and it has to be spoken through the the throat. If it's not expressed, then the message just stays and it's never really understood. A lot of times when you're speaking the messages or when you're writing out the messages is when you really start to understand it. So I always have my paper with me. Obviously I'm going to be speaking it out with you as well, but I'm, I have my paper because I'm drawing, I'm making notes. I mean, it's like crazy town what my paper looks like, but this is how I understand what I'm receiving right? So I don't understand it really when I'm receiving it. I understand it when I'm expressing it, whether that's through writing or through speaking. Okay. So in a soul reading, one of the, one of the first things I'm going to do is go into the Akashic records, but I'm, I'm not going to do that first this time. Instead, I'm going to do another part of the soul reading, which is reading our energy centers, our chakras. Um, I only do the main seven. There's a lot more chakras and just those seven, but these are the ones I'm working with. And believe it or not, reading those centers gives you so much information on a person. It it gives us a lot of like what's blocked, what's working, what's not working. I mean, there's it's crazy how much we carry on our energy. It's also just a snapshot of what our energy looks like right now, today, where the Akashic Records is more about like, you know, you from many lifetimes. It's more about your soul. It's more about like, where have you been? Where are you going? What are you trying to do this lifetime? Where the the chakras are really about like, what are their energetic blocks or the energetic movement on this human today right now? So I love to combine both because you know me guys, I'm a very grounded intuitive. Of course, I believe in all the woo, but you know, I'm a Cuban girl with three kids and a husband. So I'm also very grounded and I believe in like that we have come to this earth to have a human experience. So I will never dishonor the human experience. So I always like to talk about the human experience. And that is why I like to look at the energy centers. So the first thing with Nisha, I was like, okay, again, I saw yellow, which right away brings me into the solar plexus, which is the stomach. 
that center is about self-esteem, self-worth, self-identity. We're obviously having a self-identity, you know, an identity crisis because, you know, there's this, I was trained to do something. I don't know exactly what her work was, but I was trained to do something. I studied something, but I am being pulled to something else. And if I, you know, maybe for many years I've been doing this thing that I studied, or maybe I put a lot of effort into doing this thing that that I graduated with. And now, like, if I'm not that, then who am I? And I don't feel like an astrologer yet. You know, I don't feel powerful enough to even call myself that. So who am I? So we're having an identity crisis in many ways, right? The identity crisis is basically I'm leaving one identity and I'm going to another. I experienced that myself. I remember leaving, being an editor at a really fancy, popular publication, very sought after, leaving that to go work as my husband's secretary so that I can, you know, build this dream business that I had that I'd never even knew what it was what it was going to be. And I was like, well, gosh, if I'm not the editor of this like fancy publication, then who the hell am I? Like, all, I, I didn't realize how much of my identity was was caught up in that job, right? So we're dealing with that right now. So we're dealing a lot of, you know, like losing my identity, not being one thing, but also not feeling strong enough to be the next thing. So that's why she's going to feel a little blocked, a little confused, uh, because she is like in nowhere land. You know, she's in between, right? Then the other thing, Nisha, what I was seeing in you was like, again, as I pulled forward her energy, so I'm closing my eyes, I call forward her energy. So I see kind of like just like a black shadow of her. And I'm trying to focus on these energy centers, like hold my attention and my focus to receive messages and to see if I'm reading anything. But in addition to the centers, I'm going to see anything that's around her energy. So I might see like um, black shadows or or weights, or um, sometimes if you're dealing with somebody who maybe is having a baby coming through in a few years or so, you'll see a spirit baby next to them, all sorts of stuff or cords around them. So I'm seeing more than just the centers, but you know, I'm just going to close my eyes and allow whatever wants to show me, show me. And one really interesting thing about you, Nisha, was that there was, uh, and I feel like you, you explained this pretty well. There was an ex- there's a separation between your upper centers, your upper chakras and the rest of your body. So the upper centers, you guys, which is throat, third eye and crown are, um, like connected to it's funny because they're like, they're connected to the cosmos. They're connected to our spirituality. They're like of another world, basically. And then the lower parts of us, our stomach, our sacral, our root, are really connected to this lifetime, this earthly, you know, incarnation that we're living. So what's so funny is that she, kind of, I think you said, Nisha, something like, you know, I've been really blocked. Like I'm just, spirit is like not speaking to me. And what's interesting is that your upper centers are like on strike. <laughs> They're like, we are not going to give you anything um, because like we are so more advanced than like the fear that you have in your human self. Um, and like even sometimes like might be some trauma and just these like um, very human fears. So how can I believe in my work, let's say like trusting and intuition, but also run a business and be afraid when money is going to come in, right? Like it, it, it's, I'm, I'm separated at that point. Like I'm not really walking my talk. So it just seems like you have these really like high understandings, right? Like you're very spiritually connected, but, but then there's like another part of you that's so human that, um, 
like almost forgets about the the spiritual stuff that you know. It's like there's there's a separation. So it's actually showing in your energy there's a separation between the throat and everything above and everything below. So it's like they're not in harmony. So when one is turned on, which like finding a job, all that that they're you're they're feeling like it's feeling like a very human cause. Well, as long as you're in that space, then the upper spiritual chakras are not going to turn on. So there has to be a little bit of a, of a merging of the two, right? So, so remembering that, yes, we have to have jobs, we have to make money, yeah, that's part of the human experience, but we have to zoom out and have a much bigger perspective. And in your case, I was like, well, we want I want to give her that bigger perspective. I want her to remember like what she is beyond this human life. And so that would bring me to your soul. Like what, you know, what is her soul? And then as soon as I was trying to go into the Akashic Records and get some of that information, I started again to feel what was next to her. And I was like, oh, there's something trying to give me a message. And it's really this message about like job for you specifically, Nisha, is bigger than the human fears. Like it's just bigger than that. And what I was getting was that you have an ancestor with you. It feels like from the female lineage. I don't know if it's the female lineage of your mother or father, um, but it does seem like, so I, you know, and I don't know if it's the grandmother or the great grandmother. I didn't, I didn't hang out there too long to get the info, but there's, um, this is actually, this is so much bigger than you. This question about like, oh, should I say it this career or go into astrology is so much bigger. It's actually like very attached to your ancestral lineage. There seems to be a very big witch wound in your lineage, um, which is also a very big patriarchy problem, you know, right? Like women that uh, for many centuries have been told like that their emotions don't mean shit and that they shouldn't practice this and they shouldn't practice that. And why should they believe in the sky and the stars? Like follow the patriarchy way, the linear way. So it looks like at some point that happened in your lineage and your ancestors were coming forward and they were like, please like break the cycle. So for you, especially that you're so stuck in like kind of like your self-esteem and your fear, what's going to be most helpful is for you to connect to a higher purpose and for you to understand that like this is, this is going to set free not only you, but all the ancestors in your lineage, like they're really asking for this. I don't know if you have kids or if you want to have kids, but it's definitely something that will, you know, eventually be passed on and it's meant to stop with you. So it's very empowering. It seems like, you know, women getting their, their power back and really cleaning out that wound. You may need a little extra help knowing that like, okay, I have a strong witch wound. So maybe um, some healings or any healers that you know that can help you with that for sure. But it is also just like a reminder that like, as you step into being um, an astrology, astrologist or following that curiosity, you are not doing it just for yourself. It's not a selfish thing. It's for a much bigger cause, you know, not even counting all the people you're going to support, but it's a big cause in your lineage and a big cause in your purpose as a soul this lifetime. Um, definitely, you know, there's definitely like, you know, a need for some self-esteem, like to believe in yourself that you could be good. You mentioned that as well. That's why a lot of your solar plexus is showing uh, I don't know if your stomach is hurting or if you're having like stomach aches or things like that, but you know, there's like almost like an inflammation in the stomach because of um, needing a little bit of like self-esteem in this new career path. 
Um, it does look like you're you're going to get additional training as well. They were actually, your ancestors were showing me tarot cards. So I don't know if that's of any interest to you, um, but it looks like you're going to add more that you don't even have to just call yourself an astrologist. It looks like astrology will be part of it, but it looks like there's going to be more uh, training as well. Like just more things that are going to make you feel good about yourself. And definitely just going through that hard process of having to practice and do astrology reads and charts on people and just get used to getting that feedback and being scared and doing it and and really growing that muscle. Like that's the most important work for you right now. Now, after I was doing all that, um, oh, and they were also your ancestors. So your ancestors are serving as a guide right now, right? So when you feel, again, that behind the scenes look like if I am reading your energy. And I feel that in addition to what I'm seeing in the energy, almost like to the right of me, right? Because some of you guys might feel your messages like on the left side or the right side. I'm understanding that there's something kind of speaking to me. It's not just on the energy. And that makes me know that there's some sort of guide or being. And I want to ask and pay attention to what that might be. So I'm going to hold my focus on the right side of me, like where that's coming from. And I'm going to kind of run through the possibilities. Is this a past loved one? Is this um, an ancestor? Is this a, a spirit guide? Is this a spirit baby? Is this a star seed family? Like there's all these different options of, um, I, I, they're, to me, they're all spirit guides, you know, but they there's like subcategories of them. So I'm trying to ask those questions and I get that by holding my focus, closing my eyes and I'll get an answer, right? Um, this, an ancestor to me is different than a past loved one because a past loved one is somebody that I actually knew maybe in this lifetime or is close enough, you know, that maybe it was like my grandmother. And an ancestor is somebody that I might not, you know, it might be like number, you know, four great grandmothers down and I never met them, but I can tell it's from my lineage. So it's a little different. So, you know, being able to find out where that message is coming from and definitely Nisha is being guided by her ancestors right now as she shifts this because so as soon as I was getting that message, I was also being brought back to her energy, back to the root chakra, which is all the way at the bottom. It's the red center. And this one is about money. It's about um, our tribe, where we come from, our childhood, um, our family structures, all that kind of stuff. And this one was really just talking about pain, <laughs> Nisha. Like I was getting that like being stuck in like, these expectations of you and like even just like societal norms, it's like super painful. Like going back to work um, in what you studied would be painful is the way that I saw it. Um, like it like hurts you basically, which I think is also why um, you have that disconnect because your body is experiencing a lot of pain um, as it considers going back. And I think it's going to be like even if you wanted to go back, it looks like it's going to be really hard because it does feel very painful. So I would, um, you know, look, you know, kind of just give yourself a little bit of grace knowing that, you know, sometimes that job might not come because, because there is a lot of pain here right now. And I would also go, go and explore and journal a little bit about like your upbringing and your family and like, what didn't work and where you came from and like what didn't work and how you want to be different and just like really tend to that inner child because there is this pain in the root that is also not letting you move forward work-wise, you know, career-wise and all that. So yeah, 
that's what I got, Nisha, for now. I hope that was helpful. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed a little of the behind the scenes. And let's get to the next question. Hi, Nikki. Here's Marlene from Germany. Thank you so much for your podcast. I really enjoy listening to you and I'm so thankful for the insight you provide. So to my question, I graduated from college and it took six months for me to find a job. I feel the corporate world is not going to make me happy, but I don't really have an option right now. I also started a podcast a few months ago and I dream of sharing my life with the world in some way. So my question is, does everything right now feel so confusing, hard and uncomfortable because it is part of the process or because I'm not in alignment? Because generally I feel like I'm not in alignment right now and I guess which direction would be more in alignment for me? So any insight from you would be so helpful. Thank you so much in advance. Hi, Marlene. Thank you so much for your question and your sweet, sweet voice. I can totally see why podcast is calling you because you have the best voice ever. <laughs> so thank you so much. Okay. So with Marlene, we're going to also do a little behind the scenes, guys. So I'll share with you a little bit about how I did this and kind of where I wanted to go first. And Marlene, I hope that this is helpful. So first thing, similar to our last caller, I felt right away. There's a guide here. There is a spirit guide. There's something that like is so excited um, that Marlene is even like getting this moment. Like this guide was like, hallelujah, like so excited that like in, in a way the guide is so happy that its voice can be shared because it's been trying to get through, which I often feel in my readings. Like that's always so fun when like a spirit guide or like a past loved one was like, oh my gosh, she, finally, like she's talking to somebody, seeking some help and I can share like what's trying to get through. So, which I thought, you know, number one, when I see that happen, um, you know, I, it also makes me think like, man, if this person could just have a better relationship like as to how to connect to that spirit guide would be super awesome. So Marlene, I, I would say that like you may love um, my like beginner program. It's called Soul Seeker. It's on demand. It's like um, a little, inex it's a little product inexpensive, but teaches you all the basics, including spirit guides. And I feel like um, you having a relationship with your spirit guide would be super helpful. So just kind of want to throw that out there. Actually, Marlene, let's be a little Oprah today and I'm we're going to gift that to you. <laughs> so just for, for being such a good sport and having your question here, I'll make sure our team gives you a free soul seeker. So, and just promise me that you're going to connect with your spirit guide because your spirit guide wants to talk. So that's my first instinct, right? Like the spirit guides talk to me. I want to know a little bit about it. I want to see you know, some spirit guides don't need too much uh, recognition, <laughs> but this one in particular is like, oh, like I really want to talk to Marlene. So it's going to be my first thing. Like my first thing is going to be like, I want you to meet your spirit guide. I want you to know that there's something like really trying to connect with you. Um, and it would be good to learn how to connect. This spirit guide in particular has a little bit of like a fairy type healer vibe to it. So very feminine, uh, very fun, and definitely wants to help heal Marlene and get her to like where she's meant to go. So in addition to like, that was my first thing that showed up. The second was, I was really listening to her when Marlene was like, you know, I'm, 
I, I feel like I'm out of alignment. And like, is this happening? Like, do I just wait this out? Or like, you know, is it because I'm out of alignment and I should be going in, in another direction? So definitely, you know, these symptoms, these are symptoms of misalignment for sure, right? And mis- like the symptoms of misalignment are painful and annoying, but they're also just guiding us to the right di- the right direction. Marlene is of the awareness that like she can't change this overnight. You know, she was like, I have this job and it is what it is right now. Like I can't change that overnight. But I think there is what's missing is like, well, what do we do in the meantime? You know, do I just sit and wait? Or, um, you know, is, am I supposed to listen and follow the misalignment a little bit and, and change some things? So here, I definitely, as soon as I heard about the misalignment, of course, what I wanted to do was go into her Akashic records and look for her soul's path, which is basically the soul's contract. Um, I'm not looking at the details of the contract, but I'm looking at the path. Like, is she on path or if she's off path? And is she using, you know, her free will to be off path? Is she really listening to her heart and following the the path that her soul created for herself this lifetime, which is always a tricky thing. But at the end of the day, I, that to me is what alignment is. It's like, we are just trying to like walk the true soul's path. Like whatever my path, whatever my soul signed up for, like I really, that's what I really want to walk. So that's going to be the tool that I'm definitely going to use going to the records. I'm going to find that. But also there's a little education here. So I wanted to share with you, Marlene, that, you know, in your case or in everybody's case, like a to be misaligned means that we are trying to satisfy two things. There's basically two things that need to be satisfied when we're leaving misalignment and going into alignment. And one is going to be a, are going to be physical changes. So we have to like physically change things in our life. So maybe it's like I have to change my job or the person I'm dating or the place that I'm living, right? So there's always going to be that aspect. And then the second aspect is there has to be an energetic shift. So the person that is in alignment, you are not energetically that person yet, right? So energetically, what would be more, you know, for me, maybe being more in alignment would be acting as a queen, but I'm still in the energy of a princess. So not only I can make all the physical changes, but if I have not energetically made the changes, energetically shift, then it doesn't matter or it won't work. And I think that that's what you're understanding, Marlene. I find you to be very, your energy was very purple, which is very psychic. And um, I found you to understand that, like that you were like, you know, I I cannot, um, like almost like, you know, that the physical change wouldn't make a difference, that there is something else. So I was really being drawn to the energetic change that needs to happen in order for you to really get on path, to really get in alignment. So I wanted to, again, go to the path. And the path is really interesting. You, I see it. You, you got to go into the Akashic Records, guys. So you got to learn how to do that and get the access. And then once you're in the person's room or your own room, you're going to ask for your path, which looks like a scroll basically is how I see it. And it has like a little line. It has like these little lines on it. These like kind of almost like map figures. And I'm always trying to find like, okay, where is she on that line right now? And where is she like truly meant to be on that line? And that's what I'm trying to work at. And Marlene is in a case where she's on one path, which I like to call like the the imitation path. She's going to have to take a little bit of a detour road to go to her true path. So she actually has like three points that um, I want to discuss. So the first point is like where she's at right now or where she's been, which is a lot of like 
shoulds, like living in my shoulds, like, oh, I guess I should do this, or this, this is the right thing, or this is what people want me to do, like expectations, all that. And she is moving out of that. And before she gets to like the full, true, like really being on path, which I, I ultimately see you, Marlene, inspiring others, like you're going to be in a very inspiring figure. But in order to get to that, there's a journey. And that first journey, that first stop is going to be where you're moving towards is basically expansion. It just feels like you move to this place where you're really looking for new people around you, new conversations, people to that have that live differently that can inspire you. Like almost it looks like you've been, you know, raised to live a certain way. And this is like how people do things. And this is what we do. This is what we study. Uh, this is how we work. But I see you like going and meeting like really different types of people that are living even very bohemian lives or very different lives. So your next step is really this expansion space. So maybe it's like hanging around artists. I don't know if you're single, but getting like a hot lover that you know, probably, probably never marry or end up with, but um, that really like inspires you because of like how different they live their lives. So that to me is like where you're heading. So you stay at this job because like you said, the physical changes don't really matter right now, but it's the energetic changes. And energetically, we want you to get to a place where you're like, I'm expanded. There's things around me that are inspiring me. Um, and not just listening or like doing things online. It did seem like actually physically meeting people and experiencing different experiences. So it did, it did seem very physical and that these experiences are actually what ends up shifting your energy. Another way to shift your energy, because this is the, you know, you're shifting to become the person that is inspiring and has a popular podcast or whatever it is that you end up doing. Another way to energetically shift for you specifically, Marlene, is through your thoughts. So a lot of the hardness that you're experiencing right now is that your like programming, you know, like the computer software in your brain is not matching to your dreams and your aspirations. So it's very frustrating because it's like you can see the dreams, but you can't think them or believe them or like see them. So your heart, like the way your software is working is not a match, which is causing a lot of discomfort. So we got to upgrade those thoughts, right? So, you know, really, again, having new experiences, but doing, doing mind shift work would be amazing if there's um, a hypnotherapist around you, or again, meeting people that have different minds, that have more expansive minds, getting away from anybody that has a very closed-minded mind, stuck minds. Like we want to move away from that. And sometimes just by simply being with people that have very expansive minds, that is like all the shift we need. So your work really is to energetically shift yourself through your mind, through like your experiences. And lastly, in your throat chakra, which again, energy center in the throat. I'm just, I'm seeing the color. I hold my focus there and I write down what I'm getting. And there was very much like, even though you might be doing the podcast, it looks like writing is going to be a big process of like how you get yourself out there. So again, doing the hard work of writing. So when you, as a writer, um, when you write a book, it's funny, you start off one way and you end off another way because when you start that book, you are not energetically the person who has a completed book. Like you're just not a match for that yet because you are not that yet. When you end that book, you've had to have gone through so much energetic upgrades 
that you become the person who would write such a great book and who would write a full thing. And that in itself is an energetic shift. So it's a physical exercise that will energetically shift you to becoming this person that you know you're meant to be. So thanks guys. I hope that was helpful and I will see you next week. I leave you with this blessing, a sacred song written and performed by my dear friend, Lindsay Simsek. This is Clarity.